Hello, everybody. Welcome back to In the Room, a wrestling podcast from the Des Moines Register. Cody Goodwin here, the Register's wrestling writer, and I am glad you are here too. Happy Friday. After a week off, we're back with another show for you guys today where we're going to hear from a handful of Iowa high school wrestling stars because Flow Wrestling's Who's Number One is this weekend, their annual preseason dual style competition that was designed to decide the number one ranked wrestler in the country at each weight class. Um, Sort of an unofficial kickoff, I suppose, to each wrestling season. And there are going to be two Iowa high schoolers competing in the event this weekend. That's Southeast Polk's Nate Jessaroga and Iowa City West Hunter Garvin. Jessaroga, fresh off a cadet world bronze medal this summer, is now up at 120 pounds. And he'll face Joey Cruz, a star out of California, who is currently ranked number one at 120 pounds. Garvin... Two-time state champ, three-time national champ, is wrestling Jackson Arrington, a standout from Pennsylvania, who recently took fourth at the Junior Men's Freestyle National Championships. That'll be at 145 pounds. Both guys were actually supposed to wrestle different opponents. Um before they were able to settle on the guys that they're wrestling now. Jessaroga was supposed to wrestle Mark Anthony McGowan again, but McGowan dealing with a small injury backed out. Jessaroga beat McGowan 6-2 at the Cadet World Team Trials. That was back in April. Uh, the matchup with Cruz makes a little bit more sense, I would think, since they want to decide you know, who is number one, and Jessaroga is going to be up at 120 this season. Garvin was supposed to wrestle Meyer Shapiro, um, superstar out of Maryland, recent Cadet World Champ this past summer, um, for the number one spot at 140. 45 pounds, but Shapiro is also dealing with an injury. So Garvin is now wrestling Arrington, um, again, who's ranked number four at 145 pounds. Kind of a glorified exhibition. Um, should still be very, very entertaining wrestling, um, but probably not going to decide who the number one ranked wrestler is. There's also two future Cyclone wrestlers who are going to be on this card. Uh, Manny Rojas is competing at 170 pounds. He recently just won a junior freestyle national title and could wrestle twice this weekend. Uh, Flo set it up so that 170 is a four-man bracket, so Rojas uh, Rojas has Rocco Welsh in the very first match of the night. If he wins, he will face either Gabe Arnold or Braden Thompson. There's also Casey Swiderski, a junior freestyle national finalist this past summer, another Cyclone commit. He is wrestling Jesse Mendez, junior world team member. That's going to be at 138 pounds. Both Rojas and Swiderski are from Michigan. So, um, hey, shout out to Kevin Dresser for recruiting that state fairly well, always deep with talent. Um, but there is a lot of Iowa wrestling interest in this event. Set for 6 p.m. That's Central Time on Saturday night. You can catch it on Flow Wrestling. That's where I will be watching it. Uh, please come and join the fun. The whole night should be great. Flo is also doing a women's wrestling who's number one, guys. That's going to be tonight on Friday. Also starts at 6 p.m. Central. You should definitely support the girls if you can. There are going to be a lot of big names expected to compete on that card. But anyways, very cool moment uh, for Iowa wrestling at large and for Iowa high school wrestling specifically um, because before this weekend, only two Iowa high schoolers had ever competed at who's number one, and they've been doing this for almost a decade now. Uh, Fort Dodge's Drake Ayala, obviously, last year, um, he beat Richie Figueroa, and way back when, 2013 and 2014, Bettendorf's Freddie Stroker competed there. He was the first Iowa high schooler to do that. Now we've got two in the same event. Pretty cool thing for Iowa, right? It's also the latest big-time wrestling opportunity in what's been a pretty big summer, spring and summer, I suppose, for the state of Iowa and Iowa high school wrestling. Consider what's happened, right? We can kind of start this thing back in April, uh, where 20 Iowa high schoolers earned All-American honors at the 16U and Junior Folk Style National Championships. That was held in Cedar Falls. Four won titles, nine made the finals. Really strong showing there, specifically at a big game wrestling club, which is over in eastern Iowa. 
Later that month at the Cadet World Team Trials, six Iowa high schoolers made the semifinals, three made the finals, and then Nate obviously made the team, the first Iowa high schooler to do so since 2014. That was only on the freestyle side, too, because Underwood's Gable Porter also made the Cadet World Team Trials finals in Greco-Roman, ended up losing to a guy named Corey Land, went on to win a Cadet Greco World Silver Medal, and recently committed to Northern Iowa, right? Pretty cool. In June, Iowa won the Junior Men's Freestyle National Duels for the first time since 2005, a monumental statewide accomplishment and then in July 27 more Iowa high schoolers earned all American honors at the 16U and Junior Freestyle and Greco National Championships that was up in Fargo North Dakota that was all during the same week that Nate won a bronze medal at the Cadet World Championships he is just the second Iowa high schooler to ever win a medal at the Cadet World Championships that brings us to this weekend where Iowa wrestling's hot run is going to continue with Nate and Hunter both competing uh Hunter's match is going to be the fifth one up on Saturday Nate will go 12th. Manny Rojas again, first match out on Saturday, and if he wins, he will go again after Nate. Casey Swiderski's match against Jesse Mendez is number 11, so this is the order for those who are interested in Iowa and Iowa State. Manny first, then Hunter, then Casey, then Nate, and then Manny again if he wins. Uh, Again, all that on Flow Wrestling. That's where I'll be watching. You guys should definitely tune in. That's kind of my intro. Up next are the interviews that I have lined up for today's show. First, with TJ Seabolt from the Seabolt Wrestling Academy. We talked about Nate's preparation. Um, also caught up with them because this is the first time I got to talk to these guys since the uh, Cadet World Championships. Um, so we kind of talked about that opportunity, what it meant to him, what it meant for Nate, things like that. Then you'll hear from Nate Jessaroga himself just about his summer, the Cadet World Championships, what he's expecting out of this weekend down in Texas. Finally, we will end with Hunter Garvin about his summer, which was rocked by an injury. Um, kind of what training has been like since then and the opportunity in front of him this weekend. That is going to be the rest of the show today. So I thank you guys for tuning in one more time. Let's get to those interviews now and I'll catch you on the other side. TJ Seabold here after Tuesday evening practice. Um, it's who's number one week. TJ, um, second year in a row that you got a guy down there, Nate Jessaroga. Um, want to talk about a number of different things, but let's let's start there, man. What what was the experience like last year, and maybe how does that experience with Drake help you prepare Nate for what to expect this coming weekend? Uh, just experience. You understand that there's a lot of downtime. Um, you understand how the workouts work. And that you never really have to leave the venue. You're in a hotel. You wrestle in the hotel. Um, they feed you. You know what the food looks like. You know what the the media day is kind of like, so you can tell him what that's like, and just the schedule. Uh, you just have that experience under your belt. You're not flying blind. You just kind of know what's going on, which uh, I definitely like that, you know, nothing's going to be surprising. Yeah. Um, experience was fun. It was a little different because it was COVID year. You had no fans. It was just like in a black a black curtain room. <laughs> um, it, was, it was different, but it was still, you know, it's a tournament, or not a tournament, but an event special to be in so we're excited to go back second year in a row yeah they, they've held that event like i mean it, you know the snake pit they took it to carver and then obviously with covid they were you know at, what, is it like a hotel conference room second year in a row that they're doing it there or something like that i don't i don't know if it's in a conference room because i know that there's like people going to watch okay oh okay so i don't know if there's seating i've talked to several college coaches that are going to watch okay and i was like wait a minute aren't you just gonna be watching on a screen like we did last year but yeah maybe it's different I haven't seen the layout, but I know it's in the hotel. Okay. So I don't know if there's an arena in there or what. It's in a different location than last year. Fascinating. Last year we were in Austin, Texas. Now it's in Dallas. So. Okay. 
There's a little bit unknown, I guess. <laughs> but you have a pretty good idea of what to expect. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of going through that experience with Nate, and, and he's no stranger to big matches, obviously. Right. But um, I know the matchup when that first was announced was Mark Anthony McGowan. Now it's Joey Cruz because um, I guess McGowan's dealing with an injury. Um, how exciting is that? To, I mean, just to get to wrestle another high-level match like that um, for a kid who, you know, he seems to be that dude for the state of Iowa now, right? Like he's in all these high-level matches and a lot of people are going to have their eyes on him over the next couple years. Um, it's great that they found an opponent because yeah. it was pulling out that late into the, to the uh, whatever you want to call it, the calendar. The week of, you know, some people don't want to get their weight down and commit to an event like that kind of last minute because uh, it is a big deal. So we're grateful Joey Cruz stepped up. Um, I'm familiar with him from his his battles with Drake Aiello back in the day and just that weight class. So uh, we're excited for the challenge. Um, yeah. Definitely. Was there uh, more to that question? Do what? Was there more to that question? No, that was kind of, you know, I it's... It is a little bit different, right? Because this duel, this this event is supposed to decide Flow Wrestling's number one ranked wrestlers to start the year, right? And this one's, you know, a little bit like Drake's last year, right? It's a little unique in that it's kind of an exhibition. I mean, I guess I don't know how much Nate weighs. Like, is he how close is he to one? He's gonna go. He's gonna go twenty this year. He's yeah. on the smaller side, probably. Um, he's. A, I mean, he made weight today, so he's been heavy though. He yeah, got, he got kind of plumpy after uh, <laughs> Worlds. Was maybe carrying too much water weight, but then he got you know at a good a good fighting weight and then he's leaning up a little bit for the event so he feels good um cuts easy it's not really a cut um you said that about supposed to decide who's number one yeah truth is joy cruz is probably actually the number one guy right now yeah he's been at 20 that's kind of what the flow guy told me so i don't you know i don't know why they didn't talk to him first in the first place i guess uh mcgowan's obviously a great challenge too but uh what happened happened and we're just excited for a match yeah well i mean in that in that sense i mean this is a really i mean it was a big opportunity no matter what for nate but really this is this is a very big opportunity i think for him to get to wrestle a guy that caliber up away from what he had been wrestling over the summer i know these kids grow and everything but that's that's got to be pretty fun for him and for you in the in the lead up to this yeah oh absolutely the only thing is you're kind of preparing for a certain style a little bit and you gotta you gotta flip because they're they're two totally different wrestlers but um we know joey cruz is going to come at us so we like that absolutely um i wanted to ask you because this is the first time we talked to you guys since the world championships um nate came home with a bronze medal um i thought he wrestled really really well um i think he's just i check in my research i think he's just the second iowa high schooler to win a medal at the cadet world championships like ever um which is a a long time ago yeah it's been quite a while um I wanted to ask about like, you know, that experience from a coaching perspective, like what was that like for you to go overseas with him, to get to experience that with him, to coach him against, you know, guys wrestling international styles? Like, what was that like? What'd you learn? What'd you take away from that? Um, you just kind of learn how the whole delegation of the USA team is taken care of, what the, what it's like to be in, on a foreign ground where you can't go to the grocery store and read labels and, <laughs> and you can't really communicate with people because they don't speak English. A lot of them did, don't get me wrong, but the grocery store was an experience. <laughs> um, maybe things you would plan a little bit differently, things you would take. Um, Experience-wise, it's just important to have that under your belt, I think. Um, as far as styles and how they wrestle, we kind of, 
I don't know. I thought it would be more underhook two-on-one, but Nate's opponents were more, you know, sticky elbow control. And he struggled with that a little bit. Uh, so we, you know, obviously a weakness was shown, and we've worked on that a lot, and hopefully we've made some gains in that area. Um, other than that, it's just wrestling tournament again, right? Officiating was good. Once the whistle blows, it's wrestling, it's coaching, it's taking care of your athlete. The the things that kind of throw you off is the time zone, getting used to that change. Um, thank goodness we had acclimation camp because it took me a while to snap <laughs> out of it. And I thank him too. Um, making weight, two-day weigh-in at a world tournament. You know, it's all just things that I think once you have done, you have that experience, it's just better going forward. Absolutely. So, um yeah. The rustling portion of it, I mean, you kind of mentioned the, the the styles that, you know, guys overseas wrestle with sometimes or what you were preparing for versus what you saw. Um, I guess as a coach, like what, what are things you maybe took away from just watching the Cadet World Championships in person that I don't know if you're like using them in your room or just how does that, you know, how did that experience maybe, um, you know, add to your coaching, adjust your coaching? I, is there anything you took from that that you're, you know, showing your guys now or? Really, it's just the thing, what, what, What's good is a lot of things were just reaffirmed. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, fundamentals, 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 and that's what wins. But you got to wrestle at a hard pace. Yeah. You got to wrestle at a hard pace against these guys. You can't kind of go feel them out. You got to make it tough on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then obviously you got to have parterre defense. You got to be able to clear under hooks. You got to be able to get your hands inside. You got to control the ties, clear ties, control center, wrestle on the edge. I mean, that's, that's really it. Um, and that's something that Kevin Jackson preached a lot during the tournament going into camp, and those are what win big matches. So, like I said, it was really just reaffirming, like, hey, what we're doing is right. Um, this is the message, you know, the leader of the, of the national team saying. It's, it's what is working at the highest level, and, you know, we're going to keep hammering on those things. Obviously, little things you pick up maybe at camp or watching the, watching the kids compete, but that's all technical stuff. Yeah, 100%. I, you mentioned, you know, Nate going through an experience like that. That's going to help him, you know, tenfold moving forward. Um, does, the, I mean, that experience, have you seen, you know, I don't know if there's really much of a change in a kid like him, but, like, have you seen how that experience has maybe helped him in, in the lead-up to a Who's Number One event or, or what, what he's maybe done differently with his training in order to get ready for it? Uh, or how has he been since he came back? I think... He, he prepares the same way. I mean, obviously, things were heightened a little bit. It's a world championships. Yeah. Um, so there was definitely a level of focus that maybe he got to that he hasn't been to before. But he's, he goes about his business, I think, and handles it. His approach to every tournament is pretty close to the same. He's the same guy all the time. So I haven't seen a huge change there. Maybe, um, maybe you just carry yourself a little bit different. Like, hey, I'm one of the best guys in the world. Yeah. And so the expectation goes up a little bit. So that doesn't need to be, you know, added pressure of, you know, fear of something by any means. And I don't see that from him at all. Uh, he's He wanted to wrestle. I mean, once he found out McGowan was out, he was panicking, like, I want to match. I want to wrestle at this event. And thank God, you know, as of now, anyway, uh, we have a match. So uh, he wants to put it on the line. So there's no protecting or anything like that going on. Um, so, I don't know. He's just Nate. That's awesome. Um, last thing I wanted to ask you is um, – you know, it's the second year for you and one of your guys to go down and compete at this event. Um, but there is going to be another Iowa kid there, right? Hunter Garvin, he'll be there. 
Um, how cool is it for, you know, the state of Iowa? I mean, we've talked about, you know, the, the growth and the jumps that the state of Iowa has made and how, you know, a lot of these clubs have played a huge role in that. Um, you know, I guess as someone who is from Iowa, how cool is it to see, you know, now there's two kids down there and you maybe could argue that a few more maybe should have been down there for that event this weekend. But, you know, just it, this seems like another example of just the, the continued upward trend of Iowa high school wrestling. Yeah. And you could argue that there maybe could have been here or there a couple of times in the past, too. Um, that's, you know, me being biased, clearly <laughs> it's exciting. Uh, that's what you want. Yeah. And that's what I've talked about for 10 years now, trying to get Iowa to that level. I mean, what have we had one guy outside of Drake before this? I, uh, not many not. now. I mean, inside of two years, you got three guys. That's, yeah. that's, that shows, Hey, we're doing the right things. We're getting better. We're growing. Uh, we're getting, these coaches and the wrestlers, they're getting to the level they need to be at to be at this, this event, which um, is something that was maybe lacking in the past. So I think it's just, again, you know, it just re, re, it reminds us that we're doing the right things. And let's keep let's keep it rolling. Nate Jessaroga here at Seabolt Wrestling Academy um, right after practice on a Tuesday. Um, Nate, it's been a while since we got to chat with you. Um, a lot that I wanted to kind of get to, but I know that there's a big event coming up this weekend. Who's number one down at Flow, um, Flow Wrestling down in Dallas? Um, how excited are you now that, you know, I, it's, it's been a little while since you've, you know, had a week to, I guess, really a lot of time to prepare for an event. Like, how pumped are you to get to, you know, high-level match again? Yeah, I'm super excited for this event, for sure. Definitely. Um, what has the training been like leading up to it? I know you, you've, got, you've grown a little bit. A um, little bit different opponent that you're going to get to wrestle, a guy that I know TJ is familiar with. Um, what what has it been like training for this event after what you were doing all summer? Um, I've been training for this event all summer ever since Worlds. So, like, a lot of camps. I don't know. I was training for a different guy, but it's the same thing. He's still wrestling, so. Definitely. Yeah, a lot of practice. Yeah. they I, When they alert you or you find out that, you know, you're supposed to wrestle Mark Anthony McGowan, you get to wrestle Joey Cruz this, this weekend. But when they tell you that McGowan's, you know, down with an injury and he's got to pull out, what's kind of going through your mind? Like, are you thinking that you're going to get a match? Are you thinking you're going to have to stay home? Or, or what, what's kind of going through your head when you hear that? Um, they let me know right away that they'll probably find me a match. That's what TJ thought, I thought. So, yeah, it, it was cool. Guys still really good. So, like, I'm, I don't care. Absolutely. Joey Cruz, um, a guy that, again, TJ is familiar with. That's a guy that you know, Drake Ayala has wrestled in the past. What have you kind of, uh, what have you been working on? Or what, what makes him so good? Have you watched any film on him or? Uh, he put, he, uh, he likes to hand fight, you know, he, uh, pushes the pace. He's a left lead league lead. So <clears throat> I just have to train for that left leg, uh, or attacks on my right leg, basically. But, yeah. I gotcha. Right on, man. It's been, uh, I think the last time we talked to you was before the world championships. Um, I know it's been a while, but obviously you came back with a bronze medal. I think, Based on the history that I did, you're just the second Iowa high schooler ever to win a medal at the Cadet World Championships. So that puts you in some pretty pretty rare company. But the experience itself, right, getting to go overseas, a two-day weigh-in, getting to wrestle a league competition, what, what was that like for you? What did you ultimately take away from that whole experience? Uh, it was really cool. Uh, those guys were, like, really, really good. Like, I don't know if I was – I was expecting them to be really good, but they're, they're really, really good. And I have to I, – next time I'm going to be uh, more, like – on top of it definitely I know that beforehand you were you know kind of preparing for you know various things that a lot of international guys do or things that maybe you know trends and things that they do that are common and other like you know cadet and junior level matches 
the actual wrestling itself, like what, what was it like wrestling against other international guys? What'd you struggle with? What'd you find success with? What was, what was your ultimate takeaway from the on the mat experience? Um, well, I struggled with the same thing that I struggle with wrestling guys like in America where they, well, these guys are strong, but like these guys are on my elbow. So is, so are the guys that are uh, slowing me down, but I've worked on that. TJ, TJ's worked on that with me. So I've gotten better at that. So, yeah. I gotcha. Um, I know that one thing, you know, when you go overseas, like, um, you know, at least I guess in recent years, like they always, you know, when it comes to like Americans wrestling the guys overseas, um, we tend to pride ourselves on our gas tanks, right? Um, and that seemed like that worked really, really well for you. Um, I, could you kind of feel that wearing on the guys during the couple of matches that you were able to win? Just the fact that you you were still ready to go after the four minutes, even though they weren't? Or, or what were, what do you feel like, um, how do you feel like your style worked for you over there? Yeah, I, I felt, especially in the uh, bronze medal match, like I'm comfortable being tired and still, still pushing the pace. And that's where they broke. That's that's where a lot of guys on the world team got their wins at too. So, Absolutely. Yeah, what was it like just kind of going overseas with, you know, a lot of the best guys in the country, right? I mean, that was, you guys were the dudes representing the United States at that age level. That had to have been pretty fun, yeah? Yeah, it was really cool being around those guys, for sure. Yeah, what was the, I know TJ was talking about how um, that you guys may have had an experience going into a grocery store and having trouble reading some of the things to try and figure out what you needed to buy in order to get, like, food or stuff like that. Like, what was the experience of being overseas? What, what was that like for you? I mean, what, what was the most memorable part? Oh, uh, yeah, it was a little strange at the grocery store trying to find like, <laughs> drinks and stuff after rains, but yeah. I gotcha. Um, the wrestling itself, that, that experience, the two-day weigh-in, wrestling, you know, other guys that are, you know, the best in their country, right, representing their countries at the World Championships. How, how has that experience kind of helped you, um, you know, since you've been back, right, since you've been back training? Um, you know, I know you talked about, you know, having having to work on guys who might be, you know, sticking on your elbows a little bit, but... Um, you know, where have you felt like you've needed to improve a little bit since you got that experience wrestling those guys? Um, yeah, I needed to improve on that. I needed to improve on my uh, uh, finishing my attacks. I needed to keep getting keep getting to my like attack positions, so like my ties and stuff. So that's what we hammered on and getting my legs back, especially too. Absolutely, yeah. I think the one of the last things I wanted to ask you was that. Uh, um, you know, TJ and, and his guy, like TJ and Drake, right? They were at this event last year, who's number one. Um, now you're going to be there. Um, you know, Iowa City West, Hunter Garvin's going to be down there. So, you know, in the span of a few years, there's a trio of Iowa guys that are going to be wrestling at this premier event that, um, you know, the idea behind it was to figure out who the number one kid in the country was, right? Um, how cool is it to kind of see the state of Iowa, like, you know, surge like this, right? I mean, over the spring and summer, like Iowa had a tremendous showing at the cadet world, uh, cadet world team trials, right? And then junior duels and then Fargo, and then you're winning a medal. And now there's this, right? It, that's got, is that pretty, have you kind of thought about, you know, the way that the state of Iowa seems to have continually trended upward the last few years, or are you, do you not pay too much attention to that? Yeah, I think it's super cool. I, I think it's super cool that like, We've got, like, Drake was wrestling in it last year. I got to watch that. So, yeah, that's been really cool for me to see now that I get to do it. So Definitely. What are you most looking forward to? Uh, Wrestling on that big stage. So, yeah. Definitely. Um, I, Have you kind of thought about, you know, I, I TJ said that you got a little bit bigger. You're going to wrestle 120 this year. I think that's kind of where this match is going to be at, right? Like, that's kind of the way in. Have you, have you kind of thought about the opportunity to – you know, kind of, hey, like, I'm up a weight now, and I'm still, you know, I'm still Nate Jessaroga. I'm still really good. Like, have you have you thought about that, or are you yeah, just kind of going for, into Russell? Yeah, for sure. I still, like, 
I'm ranked high at 120, but I don't feel like I've proven myself at, because I haven't competed at that weight yet. So yeah, this is a good opportunity. Definitely. Got anything else for me? No, sir. Hunter Garvin, Iowa City West, Big Game Wrestling Club. Uh, just got done with practice here on Wednesday. Um, end of the week, um, headed down to Texas for who's number one, man. Um, how excited are you knowing that the, you know, I, the week is here, right? It's been a while since you've been on the mat and a pretty big event coming up this weekend. Pretty pumped, I mean, it's been fun training uh, with coaches and uh, my buddies and getting ready for this, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. Uh, trusting in everything in my, in my faith, trusting in God, trusting in my coaches, my parents, myself, and I'm uh, pretty pumped for this weekend. Definitely. Um, it's been a while since you've been on the mat, I guess, like competitively, right? Yeah. Um, through a series of injuries this summer. What happened? How long were you off the mat? Like, what was what was kind of this summer like for you? Um, I fractured my sternum before Fargo, about a couple, few weeks before Fargo, and <clears throat> that put me off a little bit. And then just been, just uh, Fargo was the last thing of the year, so it seems a lot longer than what it actually was. Yeah. How uh, how long were you off the mat? Like, you probably couldn't even train for a while. That seems, that seems pretty serious, right? I was off the mat right? for like half a month, about like six weeks. Six or about ten weeks, I was off the mat. Six weeks, I was like off anything, and then kind of got back into it slowly. But then ten weeks passed, and we're back here. I got you. Um, was that? I mean, was that hard? Like, I know you're an Uber competitor. You had, you know, won a title at Junior Folk Style. Um, Forty-five was going to be a pretty loaded bracket at Fargo for freestyle and Greco. I know you like that too. Like, what was that like for you? Kind of, you know, I mean, you were there in the Fargo Dome, but having to watch instead of compete was that weird? It was fun being there with the boys for sure, supporting them, especially. Uh, my buddy Wyatt Boker winning a title and uh, had Justin Avila place as well, which is awesome to have, watch both those guys and uh, support the team as well. But yeah, it was it was not fun. When the finals came and like watching the tournament as well, uh, knowing knowing what I knew about those guys and um, that part that part of it hurt a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason and just get ready for the next best thing. Definitely. Well, then I guess how, how excited have you been to, you know, not just get on the mat, but get on the mat in, in a premier event, right? This is supposed to decide, you know, who's who's the number one ranked guy in the country. And I know your match is probably a little bit different just because of certain things that have been going on. But, you know, to get to participate in this event, I mean, you're one of two Iowans that are there this year. But I think there's only been four ever that have gotten the chance to do this. Like, that's, have you thought about that? That seems pretty cool. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, it's going to be really, really fun to represent uh, my family my, or my name, my family. Um big game Iowa City West and it's yeah you're, it, Iowa is gonna be fun to represent all that and um, I'm really excited for the to get to for a chance to put my name out there and and such definitely have you have you kind of thought about you know I, what you guys are doing here at big game um, you know I know Seabolt's another club that's done some really good things but just like the state of Iowa as a whole is just it seems like it's just been trending upward the last few years and um, you know, you and I think Nate Jessarogo is the other guy competing there this weekend, um, kind of representative of the fact that Iowa is just, it seems like it's a state on the rise, which is weird to say about Iowa, but um, that seems to be where it's at. Like, have you kind of thought about that at all or? Not, I mean, I don't really think of it, think of anything too deep. Kinda, <laughs> I come to practice, uh, you know, we do, we do the stuff, <laughs> we do, we do the stuff and then just uh, keep going. But yeah, it's pretty cool to think about that, like. Like uh, especially with big game and like it's it's fun to be a part of a club that's that is half the, like in my opinion it is half the state of Iowa. I mean we we are we had a lot of guys go to Fargo. We had a lot of guys on um uh come, or we had a lot of guys at state for high school season. A lot of kids win state at a win freestyle Greco state at, this year. 
a lot of Fargo contenders, Fargo champ, Fargo All-American. It's it's fun to be a part of this program, and it's it's uh, it's a blessing for sure, and uh, it's it's awesome to have fun and do great things with each and every one of these guys as well. Because all these guys are are uh, are highlights. Absolutely. Um, what about the match? I guess this coming weekend, are you most looking forward to? Uh, just another opportunity to wrestle, another opportunity uh, to, like I said, to put my name out there, give all the glory to God, and just just have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. When did you first know that who's number one was a thing? Probably a few years ago. I mean, I remember I was going to my coach's wedding. They're like, who's number one in Carver? I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, uh, like, last year, I was watching it, and I was like, dang. And, like, I remember Dylan saying, like, hey, this, when you watch this, like, if, you're, you don't, if you don't have that feeling, it's like, it's like th there shouldn't be one of you that doesn't have that feeling thinking about being there, wanting to be there, and uh, wanting, to, wanting to go wrestle or, like, you know. And I, I remember I, I was watching that, and it was like, it wasn't hard to watch, but it was just like, dang, you know, that'd be, that'd be sweet to be there. That'd be cool to be there. And then that's been a, been a goal since last year when Coach told me that I had the opportunity to do that after, uh, after um, preseason. And then, I, then that was our goal from there, it was just to be the best that we can be. And that's still the goal. Absolutely. So they, they reach out, I guess, what's kind of running through your mind when, you know, I don't know if they reached out to you, or if they reached out to Carew first, like what was kind of going through your mind when you were like, oh, hey, like this, this was our goal. And now it's, it's becoming real, right? It was awesome. I mean, um, it was really cool to be able to get that text and see that. And, and I like, talked to Dylan with it, talked to Dylan about it and such. And yeah, it's, we jumped right on the opportunity. Absolutely. You were supposed to Russell Meyer Shapiro, who's a cadet world champ. Um, he's not going to be there. You got a, is it Arrington? Jake Arrington? Is that right? Is that who you got this weekend? Uh, yeah, I think. <laughs> is peace for, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, I got you. I mean, have you looked at any film? Are you guys game plan? Are you just going to go down no, there and wrestle? I don't, I don't try to look at other people's stuff because, you know, I just do, we, yeah, I just do my own thing, really. You know, we train, we don't. We don't train for one person in specific. We train to beat everyone and to beat the best guys out there. And, you know, it, it includes all of them. Absolutely. Um, the other thing, too, is this is like, you know, kind of the beginning, like a kind of a way to kick off your senior year, right? Like, I know that the season's still a few months out. Um, you've got a bunch of recruiting stuff that you're doing through the, you know, this fall and whatnot. But, you know, this is kind of like you said, it's an opportunity to kind of showcase what you're about, but also kind of the first step of your senior season. Has it kind of sunk in that, you know, you really kind of got one more go around with Iowa City West, one more go around with Big Game before you go off and do whatever you decide to do next. Yeah, it's definitely sunk in. Me and my buddy, after first after like last year, you know, a um, bunch of the seniors leaving. You know, my uh, my my part, my drilling partner every day in in and out was Graham Gambrel, and you know he left and it was like dang, after Fargo a couple well about a week after Fargo he left and I was like dang, you know, he's gone. He's in college, <laughs> and then this year, you know. All of us are doing college stuff now. We're going on uh, visits and getting recruited and calls and such. Uh, everyone here is, and it's like, dang, you know, we're all going. And it's, it's really, it's going to be awesome, though, because there's a group of incoming fre or next next year there'll be freshmen that are going to be like, going to be like us, oh, a strong 2020. We were a strong 2022 class, so it's going to be exciting to see those kids flourish and do great things. But, yeah, it's definitely a bum, bummer. going to have, you know, first, last first day of school, you know, last gonna be last first practice last first duel all that stuff so it's it's sinking in sure. <laughs> I was gonna say I feel like it was just not too long ago that you you know you were a freshman at Iowa City West and everybody's like who's this Hunter Garvin kid and then boom you're in the state finals now it's you know how many national titles are there you're going down to who's number one you're a senior um 
I don't know, it's just kind of crazy to me. And so I'm, I'm glad it's also a little bit crazy to you. Um, I guess the, one of the last things I wanted to ask you about is, um, I know I, we, you and I have kind of talked about this a little bit, but um, busy in the fall with a bunch of recruiting stuff. Um, do you care to share what you've been doing this fall? What kind of plans you've got this fall? Or would you rather um, keep that with you? I mean, we'll fi you'll find out in November for sure. But uh, <laughs> um, I got, yeah, we got some, uh, we got some plan or uh, visits planned out and got some dates. Um, not just for myself, but like I said, for all the guys here, and we're all really excited to to get on that stuff. You know, start the next chapter of our lives and. Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is it exciting to kind of, you know, there, there's you, there's Wyatt. I know Tate's a year younger than you guys, but there's there's a lot of guys here that are going to be going through that process with you. That's got to be nice instead of just, you know, having to go it alone, right? Yeah, it's for sure. It's fun to, it's definitely a lot more fun to do it with your boys and uh, be able to go have fun and, um, not like, feel more comfortable and a lot more relaxed when you're on those uh, business that are going to somewhere where you have no idea who anyone is and being like, Hey, what's up? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot more fun to do it with your boys, and uh, uh, especially when you all are pretty high, um, highly highly trained, and it's fun to be able to bond with each other and, and bond with kids outside the or other college kids as well and Absolutely. their programs. Absolutely, you could be getting a few more calls after a really strong performance this weekend. So I don't know, maybe save a save an official date or two just in case, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, Hunter Garvin, that was all the questions I had for you, man. You got anything else for me? That's about it. Righteous. Thank you. Big thanks to TJ, Nate, and Hunter for their time this week. And best of luck as they travel and compete in Dallas this weekend. Again, Flow Wrestling, who's number one? Saturday night, 6 p.m. Central Time. That's where I'm going to be watching it. You guys should totally tune in. Um, also, be sure to catch the women's who's number one card tonight, 6 p.m. on Friday if you can. Support women's wrestling, guys always. Um, that's all I've got today, you guys. Thanks a bunch for listening. Be sure to rate and review the show on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Cody Goodwin, Instagram Cody J. Goodwin, and be sure to also subscribe to the Des Moines Register to catch all my stories, mailbags, analysis, and videos. Guys, we are midway through September. A handful of other bigger wrestling events are going to be on the way in the coming months, and before we know it, the wrestling season's going to creep back around. we got some big plans coming, both at the Des Moines Register, at Hawk Central, even Intermat a little bit since I'm doing the Big Ten thing for them. I don't want you guys to miss a thing, so you can find links to do all of that as well as stories from this past week in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, you guys. We will talk again soon.